welcome back everybody to a brand new episode of the movies and brews podcast where we talk movies and we drink some brews i'm jordan and standing through the screen here is daniel hello hello as dan daniel playing himself so today we're going to talk the new nicholas cage film the unbearable weight of massive talent starring nicholas cage as nick cage so sit back relax grab a drink and nick cage nice to meet you nice to meet you now cheers now and cheers i'm excited to dig it try this beer here so i got a german beer here Proctor germany says it right here in the bottle the classic smoke beer says the historic smoke beer brewery so curious to try some german smoke beer but yeah i was looking around at the shelves i'm like i just want something totally new that i haven't had before at all so here we go nice oh man that just the smell is amazing it smells just like campfire well, I know you love the campfire taste. Oh, man. Right, here we go. Tasting it now. Ooh, that is delicious. Beautiful. Beautiful. I just have the Migration Brewing Mohazic. Hazy IPA. We had, but I did, was able, I they don't sell it in bottles yet, but I was able oh, really? to try this week the, uh, the later skater Breakside and gigantic brewing collab that they did oh that's right that was uh yeah i haven't gone back to breakside yet and tried that i don't know if they have it at breakside i've got it at gigantic in milwaukee and the one off gleason oh man but hopefully they have it at breakside i don't know mm-hmm. why they wouldn't i'd recommend it it's really good i'll check it out oh i love both those companies okay well, let's move on to some other things here Anything fun going on in the movie news world? I didn't have anything this week. Nothing at all this week. Well, then moving on to something else. Okay. Well, okay. As far as things, other things I saw this week, I did go out and see everywhere, everything all at once, fully awake. Oh, nice. Nice. Awake this time. Awake this time. Yeah. And it's like the hot take, but I'm like, damn, this movie like blew my mind. And I laughed like, I didn't think it'd be as funny because I've heard people like, this is amazing. This is cinema. But I'm like, damn, this movie's fucking funny. <laughs> just, they inserted a lot of good humor in the fight scenes. Like when he's they fighting really with the fanny do. pack. Yeah, the fanny pack. I, I love the fanny pack. That was love hilarious. The but honestly, okay, yeah. So I gave it a good, went back, good, honest watch. Enjoyed every second of it. Like, and that movie, like, it's decently long. Two hours, 20 minutes, something like that. Yeah. Um, goes by super fast. Um, yeah, the fight choreography was great. I loved, I don't know. And yeah, it's very interesting that for high concept it is, it takes place in one building for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you have different settings in like yeah. a couple different locations, but yeah, I mean, basically it's their apartment, the laundromat downstairs and the, uh, tax building Yeah, the IRS building. Yeah. And then a couple like when you see like the the god head like the all white world mm-hmm. and i also love just like oh what how'd you do it i put everything on a bagel <laughs> and like and i mean 
everything. That was pretty funny. You know, and there were like so many good moments that like fucking the lady who was fighting with her dog that fucking cracked me up. And yeah. especially when she like throws the dog and she just cuts the leash and just so it was flying. I didn't think we'd see her again, but when we did and she was fighting, I was like, oh, hell yeah, this is awesome. I mean, that was hilarious. The One of my favorite, favorite parts of the whole movie was, which I guess, spoilers, but I liked the movie. I, I really, really enjoyed the movie. I will definitely go see it again. I'll definitely buy it when it comes out to watch it again. Raccoon Tui. That was hilarious, which was so funny because there's so many like offhand jokes that you're just like, that they just say at the beginning and then they bring them back and make it a part of the movie. Like when things really start, like the rack, like they're like, yeah, Ratatouille. They're like, what? What are you talking Like, it just seems like it's some weird, dumb mistranslation joke. And then they actually do it and hilarious. But one of the things that I absolutely loved was the, uh, when they go into the, the world where they're just like, we're just rocks and they're just like having that entire conversation with like the screen captures on the screen like you know the the text on the screen i thought that was hilarious for some reason that was one of my favorite parts of the entire movie yeah that that i i enjoyed those scenes quite a bit especially when the mom also had googly eyes look like a pet rock I mean, that was also very funny. That was hilarious. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it in case people haven't seen it yet, but I would highly recommend going and checking this out. And you could wait till it streams somewhere, but I just go see it in theaters if you can. It's a good movie. It, Plus, just, it deserves all, your support. Yeah, I'm also for supporting good films. Like, I want them to succeed. We'll talk about a uh, box office a little bit later in the episode. Yeah. Disappointing weekend. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Like, A24 really knows what they're doing as far as like they make like they do a lot of auteur films but they seem to budget them correctly where they you know they don't make like astronomical amounts of money but they keep on are able to keep on making their movies you know yeah so so far they've been on a pretty i mean my only role. my only stickler is like eight like this movie like everything everywhere all at once is so good that it's definitely going to completely overshadow x and people should also see that movie because that one was hilarious. And yeah, it's, it's still playing movie. a couple theaters. Yeah, definitely worth checking out still. Yeah. That was just a fun movie too. <laughs> and yeah, so. Got a whole episode on that one too. Check it out. I know, and I tried to make it a whole week and I tried to watch The Green Knight, but it wasn't streaming anywhere. So I ended up watching something else. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the only thing I've been watching this week is just I rewatched season one of Stranger Things. Nice. Felt good to go back and rewatch. It's been a few years, and yeah, felt good. One month. Love that show. It some things I forgot about from season one, like I forgot we saw Eleven's mom in season one. Yeah, forgot about that, and yeah, just a few things I forgot about here and there. I totally actually forgot that. Uh, I guess spoiler: if you haven't seen the show, go watch it. Uh, that uh, Jonathan totally beats the crap out of Steve. I totally forgot he had, they have that alley scene where he just punches his face in good <laughs> totally forgot about that good stuff looking forward mm-hmm. to season two which i'll probably start this week maybe even tonight nice. but yeah recapping for the new season very good you're right, almost I, there well we got a month to go i had a celebrity sighting this week i saw mark from mark and boone lego master season one nice that was kind of cool like so what are you working on right now 
Yeah, you working on a project? What's, you know, need some bricks? Yeah, we didn't talk long, but yeah, it was kind of fun just to run into him and say, hey, what's up? Loved you on the show. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Lego Masters comes back in a couple weeks, doesn't it? Yeah, I think um, I think it's a, like very last day of May or something like that. Oh, okay, so not a couple weeks, like a month, but still close. Yeah. It's, close. It's, it's coming in like a month. We're, we're, we're almost there. Season three coming. Hell yeah. Can't wait. There's too much things coming out, but I'm I know. End of May is going to be crazy good with uh, Obi Wan, season four, Stranger Things, Bob's Burger, Lego movie. Master, Bob's Burger movie, mm-hmm. Top Gun, Maverick. It's not even a movie. Shut up. It's coming. It's going to be amazing. They never oh, even shot I saw it, the new trailer before Unbearable Talent. It's coming. All right. Well, you want to get into it? Let's get into it. Let's talk Nick. our main movie on tap today and let's fucking get into engage. Nick fucking Cage. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about Nikki. That shit cracked me up. I like, you know, you saw okay, well, we'll talk about it. Cause like they show him in the trailers of mine. I'm just, you know, you okay, let the I feel like that's a little bit of a spoiler, but they get to it very early on in the movie. But God. All right. So The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, starring Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal. In this action-packed comedy, Nicolas Cage plays Nick Cage, channeling his iconic characters as he's caught between a super fan and a CIA, CIA agent. And yeah, the, I mean, the trailers kind of give all that stuff away, too. That Thankfully, they didn't spoil the endings kind of stuff, which I liked a lot. Thank goodness for that. They did spoil a couple jokes that I wish they would have just not. Like for one, I'm just gonna start off with we we all saw that wall wall joke. I wish they show them in the trailer struggling to get over the wall, but don't show that just great moment at the end where oh turns out it was short. Yeah. I would have loved to have just seen that for the first time in theaters. But yeah, so anyway, I saw this. I've been looking forward to this film. I saw it twice in the last week. I got invited to a screening. I mentioned this last last week. I got invited to a screening by one of our cousins, and we had a good time. Liked it, liked it a bit. And then I had a friend that wanted to go see it, so I was like, "Hey, you know what? I'll see it again." Because I didn't. I don't think I mentioned this last week. So while I had a good time in the theater and all that, we saw it at a Regal Theater, which is fine. But their seating isn't quite as an elevation as some of the newer theaters are. And I had this tall guy sitting directly in front of me. Not only was he tall sitting in front of me, but he also has hair up in a man bun. So he was blocking a decent part of the screen for me, which is kind of annoying. So I got to see it man bun free last night. <laughs> and once again, I enjoyed it quite a bit still. Had a good time. It's good laughs. I I think you know, Cage is great in this film. Pedro cracked me up too. I like, I kind of just, you know, with him being Mando and all that, you just didn't know that he had this kind of like funny side to him. <laughs> At least I didn't. <laughs> but he's got some really funny parts. yeah yeah, we'll get into that later but yeah great film uh i'm not like in love with the film like i don't think this is like the greatest comedy i've seen in the last five years i mean it's it's pretty good though i mean it's it's up there don't get me wrong i'm just not in love with it but i really really did like this movie i mean i saw it twice in one week i really enjoyed myself it's just fun and i'm I'm glad it was r too i didn't even realize it was r i mean just for language but yeah it's still i guess that makes sense because i'm like I guess it would just be for language because I didn't really see. There's not a lot of agreed, like egregious violence or like anything too crazy. Obviously, not gonna want me to go down. 
Yeah. <laughs> but so what were your oh, uh, initial thoughts on it, Daniel? Were you looking forward uh, to this film? Obviously going and we've been talking about it for a while. Super excited. Like I'm a fan of Nicolas Cage. Just like, he's just kind of like a crazy wild guy. And as much as like, you know, people get, you know, he did have a little bit of a renaissance more recently, which has been nice. He does a lot more like, well, he does a lot of art, like kind of tour films and whatnot. But like, you know, he was, a, it's always kind of funny because he's kind of a meme now, but he was a big bankable actor for a long time, you know? And he, I don't know. I, I love watching his movies because like I said, he just goes for it. He always goes for it. No matter what movies he's in, he goes for it. He doesn't phone it in and it's what makes him great. And so like going into this, I'm like, yeah, I thought this movie, well, I'm like, I'm hoping this movie's going to be fun, you know, but I'm like, man, the trailers made it look really good. I'm like, I love the premise. And I'm just like, just please don't suck. And I watch it. And, oh my God. I, I did fall in love with this movie. I love every, I was telling, I was telling Shiloh, I'm like, this is going to be one of my favorite movies that I'm just going to watch all the time. Cause I'm just like, this nice. is like such a fun this is just a fun ass, ridiculous movie. Takes itself the right amount of serious, which is like, like I, I, I had something earlier that was like, this is the most narcissistic comedy about an actor playing himself that I've ever seen. And I loved all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Oh no, I'm just like, and I, I just had such a fun time with the movie. And it's perfect. It's comedy. It's an hour and 47 minutes. Like it's not that long. They really just, and they just kind of get into it. Like, I think I timed it and like 15 minutes in, we're into the main bulk of the movie. And it just, and I wasn't expecting how much I enjoyed, like, cause you, you kind of see from the trailers that they have like a little bit of a bromance going on. I thought that how they developed that and how they did that throughout the whole movie was hilarious. I and kill you. I don't want to kill you. Yeah, and you know, into like said, so, like some stuff like the wall scene. I wish I hadn't seen that in the trailer, but also giving it in the context of what they're doing in the movie when they do it, it still made me laugh. Yeah, same, same. I just wanted more of that surprise. That would have just been. I would have been dying laughing in the theater, had especially from why they're running. Yeah, exactly. It's just been too funny. But yeah, I had a good time. Like this, this is just a really fun movie, and yeah, I just I I loved it. I said I I thought people were, I guess I don't know. I guess I don't say we're alone, but man, I thought more people were going to be hyped about this. It didn't make much money this weekend. Very bad weekend at the box office. Well, yeah. the only upside for that for me is hopefully they'll put it on home release sooner, so I can just buy it and watch it at just home. Start watching it sooner. Yeah, but good time though yeah i just there's so much fun stuff i i love so we see this in the trailer too he's talking to like a young version of himself that stuff cracked me up um yeah like a younger i guess i would say more arrogant version of himself yeah but what like version of nicholas cage is that like is that from a I specific mid 90s i guess sure. I, I was trying to figure out if the hair and the jacket was from a specific movie but i don't know for sure Oh, you know what? And Kinda I think like Snake an... Eyes ish era. Yeah. You know, when I think this is also an important distinction, while I've seen like a decent amount of Nicolas Cage, I mean, I've seen a few. Like, I, 
but like, you know, I've seen National Treasure and like Face Off and, you know, a few others, you know, like I'm not like, I love watching Nicolas Cage movies, like, you know, but I'm not like, um, you know, I don't like just watch only Nicolas Cage. I definitely haven't seen all his movies, but I've seen a decent amount of them. And even if you're not like a super aficionado of Nicolas Cage, like, I think you can, this is still hilarious. Cause like I said, Nicolas Cage is kind of like a meme at this point. And it really leans into that persona. Uh, this this really made me want to go back and watch a lot of his old stuff. Like maybe go back to starting with Wild at Heart or maybe even a couple before that, but starting with Wild at Heart in 1990 and just going forward. At least watching like a good decade of the 90s Nick Cage films. We'd like to watch, after watching this, I'm like, okay, Con Air is on the list. Raising I love how Arizona. that's the opening shot too. Yeah. Um, the Rock. The Rock, yeah. Conair, the rock. I mean, I've never seen Snake Eyes. So it'd be kind of cool to see Snake Eyes. I've seen Gone in 60 Seconds a lot because I used to watch, Kylie used to watch that movie a lot for some reason. And I would watch it with her. But I've seen Gone 60, I've seen the behind the scenes of Gone in 60 Seconds. You drive. Oh, Face Off? Face, I mean, Face Off is a great one. That I've one. Never, I've never seen Leaving Las Vegas either. Yeah. But I mean, like they they mentioned so many movies. I mean, he's a Pedro Pascal is just the super fan of Nick Cage. In his like genuine love for his movies, it is amazing. And I love, like, I love when they're talking about like, what's your favorite movie? Like, the, I love their click moment where he's just like, you know what, man? Like, what the fuck are we doing? And like how like how he just like. What is it? Because Nick Cage doesn't want to be there. He's like a million dollars to show up at a birthday party. Like, are you kidding me? Come on. I'm a fucking, I'm not an actor. I'm a fucking movie star. <laughs> but then to have him just be like, I'm quitting acting. Just like, oh. And then like he drives him to the cliff and he's like, oh my God. And then he like, kind of like Pedro Pascal does a little scene from like one of his movies. And then they jump off the cliff. And I thought that whole thing was amazing. That was so great. Like, uh, just the whole sound effects. Oh my God. Holy shit. I thought that was way shorter of a fall. That's a fucking cliff. You'd maybe jump off. Yeah, man. That would. Oh, add Raisin Arizona to your list too. That's what I, I said that. I oh, did you? Yeah. I've been seeing a lot of clips from that one on TikTok this past week, but Man, fast it, times I, of Richmond High, where he has no lines. No, I was looking at some of the stuff. I'm like, what movies has he been in that he has? And one of the ones I forgot is like, what was it? Oh, fuck it, what was it like? SS Girls from Outer Space or something? Like, it's some short in one of the Grindhouse movies that he's uncredited in, like the part. I think it was like one of the fake trailers. Oh, um, hmm. Oh, you should also see Adaptation. He is excellent in that. Same with Matchstick Men. Yeah. Um, Grindhouse. Oh, he was in the Werewolf Women of the SS. That's what it is. Yeah. But... Playing Fu Manchu. I just, you know, like I said, I, I love this movie. I had so much fun watching it. And it just feels like it's going to be super rewatchable. Oh, like, yeah. it's, this is definitely the, something I'd watch especially with friends too like the comedy like I for me like it didn't feel like super corny like it felt like it was actually and well one I love meta humor and the the humor does get pretty meta 
Yeah, I mean, it's all about Nicolas Cage playing himself. But in the fact that, like, even them talking about, like, like they, I, I mean, part of the big crux is, like, we're going to write a movie, you know? And then they essentially write the movie that they're starring in. Mm-hmm. Like, that we're watching currently. And I thought that was hilarious. It, and it just, I, I had a blast from start to finish. From like his like the weird narcissistic tendencies that he would Nicolas Cage had throughout, like the way he was talking to his family, or like how he's just like talking to the CIA operatives. I love that he's like, he's like, oh, you know that guy you're hanging out with is bad man. He's like, well, I'm an actor and like my job is to read people, and I'm really not getting that from Javi. So he's like, oh well, good. good. Five years of work and hard data. Nicolas Cage says he doesn't think so. Never mind, guys. <laughs> so great. <laughs> like there's so, stuff like that that he's just I love, like I love the beginning plays singing. a lot into a lot of the great comedy aspects. I love when he sung um when he sung the song at his birthday is a uh, yeah. when he played the piano and sung at his daughter's birthday party. That was hilarious. That was so horrible. <laughs> like you'd just be mortified if that happened. Oh my yeah. gosh, I was laughing so hard. It's <laughs> uh, so, a Great, great moments there. Uh, uh, also, Neil Patrick Harris has a small role in this movie. Yeah, I was hoping his role would be slightly bigger. But I, I did like, like, I wrote down, like, I still thought it was funny. Just like, yeah, we're going to the spa. Like, it'll be relaxing. Smack was like, oh, Bam. yeah. Feels- <laughs> yeah. Damn, I'm supposed to hurt. Yeah, it gets a lot of stress out. <laughs> yeah, it feels good. So funny. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was hilarious too. Which also I love how I love the like, oh yeah, like I love how he's just like kind of plays like the classic agent where he's just like, hey, about the the birthday party. Oh, it was a stupid idea. You know, I'm sorry, I'll never bring it up. I'll do it. Great. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh so good. Uh I guess maybe we go into spoilers, because yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, just my train of thought here. I don't say other than it's it's a really funny movie. Go see it, support it too, because it's another one that needs some help. I've only made like seven and a half million at the box office. Which do you, I, mean, I really everybody lives in their own bubble because I'm like I thought people were clamoring for it. Then I'm like, I did oh, too. Shit, it was just me. I did too. I thought there was going to be maybe not number one per se, but I th- I thought we were, it was probably going to have something like a crazy like thirty million opening weekend or something. Well, what else was co- came out this week? Nothing I can think of. I guess we got the the Northman, and it was competing with Dumbledore. Yeah, I guess Dumbledore, but that was also expected to flop too. So I don't know. That came out two weeks ago too. So I I don't know. I guess, but I still thought you know because be between last week. And yeah, I just thought it'd be the one to see between now and uh, Doctor Strange. I don't know. I again, I thought I thought you and I weren't alone with the, in this. That everybody was dying, hammering to see it. I guess not. I, I it'll guess at the not. very least, I think it's going to turn into a cult classic if it doesn't pick up steam. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, going into some specifics, I mean. Or like some spoilers. Spoilers. Oh man. I mean, like there were just so like this movie was just full of great lines. Like there's honestly like a lot of really good written comedy in this movie, which is a 
sorely lacking in comedy movies. Mm-hmm. But like some of them, you like, especially at the very beginning, I wrote down the interaction that he was having with his daughter and his wife. I mean, because the movie opens, I'm like the movie opens with him, like what you think is in therapy because he's talking to his therapist about him, his acting career. He's like, what? Why would people, you know, just talking all about himself. And like for a few minutes, then the therapist's like, what do you think your daughter feels about that? Pans over to the daughter. They're in family therapy, but he's just talking about himself. Yeah. You know? And, you know, that was funny. But then to have them like drop the daughter off with the mom and that scene, she's like, like, yeah, watching these movies, like, you, and, you know, and he's like, she didn't like it. She didn't really respond. Like, she's usually more highbrow than that. You know, and she's like, oh, no, your daughter didn't want to, your six-year-old daughter didn't appreciate a hundred-year-old movie from 100 Germany. hundred-year-old German film. <laughs> yeah, and then she's, but then I love the line where he's just like, she thought Humphrey Bogart was a porn star. She's like, oh, that is sad. <laughs> she's just, well, I guess you're like, that is Hump concerning. Yeah, but I thought like stuff like that, I thought was hilarious. Um, that was just one of the, my favorite lines. I mean, yeah, but we can get to Nikki because I didn't realize that his, like, I only saw like one trailer from it and we saw like the younger version of Nicolas Cage, but I thought that was like him maybe like getting drunk with Pedro Pascal's character and then dressing up. That's, that's what I thought watching the trailers. Yeah. But no, like throughout the movie, he's just talking to like himself. The, like, the car conversation was funny. I like just, get the hell out. out of, get the hell out of my car, Nikki so great well it reminded me of um elvis with uh, christian slater and true romance add that to your list okay it reminded me of all those scenes where he's talking to elvis a lot but oh my god when he's in the bar talking to nikki and they're having that conversation he's like oh yeah maybe you could be in like a a nice little indie picture. Yeah, I think that's the right way to go. Gets fucking slapped. Slaps like, Come him. on, be serious. And then they... <laughs> the slap cracked me up both times when I saw it. <laughs> well, that happens, and then they get up and they start kissing each other, and I'm fucking dying. Nick Cage kissing Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage is a smoocher! Or what does he say? Nick Cage is a good smoocher! Yeah, he says something like that. Chris is good! Yeah, but seriously, oh my god, that was so like those were like that moment was probably one of the times that I laughed the fucking hardest. I, I guess, I guess that was his idea too, Nick Cage's idea for that. He talked about it. I just watched him on Kelly Clarkson today. Fun okay. little interview too, but yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was. I guess that was his idea. I'm glad they put it in the movie because damn, that's funny. But yeah, it was it was good, <laughs> so good. Just I mean, all I all just... those scenes with Nikki cracked me up. Yeah, they were some of the best parts of the movie, but especially the bar scene, hands down my favorite one, Nikki. That was so funny. Yeah, this, again, the slap just cracked me up. Cool. Oh, man. And then, like I said, I just love them writing their, uh, writing their movie. Like, I love how he just, like, comes to it naturally. He's like, you know, I mean, I love, because, you know, in the trailer, they're like, oh, you get recruited by the CIA. But I think it's funny that that, like, kind of pushed the plot forward you know but also it takes a complete like they touch on it here and there but it really takes a back seat like it's all just kind of happening in the background for the most part because the bulk of the movie is still just focused on pedro pascal you know like 
uh, him and Nick Cage hanging out and becoming great friends. And I love when he's talking to the agents and he's just like, you know, we're really just working on our movie. And he's, he's incredible. He's, he's got an incredible eye for tone. Yeah, and he's just talking about it. He's like, ah, oh, it's amazing. And he's like, wow, why don't you, I don't know, fucking do the job we're telling you to do. Like, well, he's like, why don't you introduce like a kidnap scenario? He's like, we're going for a more grounded drama. Like he would, he would, he would become suspicious of me. He's got too much insight into script. Right. And, and all of that. Oh my God. That fucking killed me. I also liked when he's talking to his agent. Like, yeah, he sent over a script. He's like, toss it. Yeah. He's just like, he's sent over a script. All that. He's, he literally says like, throw that shit in the trash. Oh, throw that shit in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one one scene that I really liked is when he's sneaking up to the uh, the uh, security room. That was hilarious. And he wiped know, sweat seems... off his forehead. Just oh shit! Oh, shit. I, I think myself. I touched my forehead. I think I, you, you think? think? Uh, well, did you? No, did no, you not touch no. Your I think I'm good. <laughs> that whole just thing. like and then trying to get him to go out the window. <laughs> just... Well, I look. Yeah, I love that whole thing. And then he passes out. And he's like, shit, he's gonna die. And then it's just like, wait, to reception was like, it's just look, because it all plays into like the personification of like the narcissism for like the character. Like, I assume they're playing it up, but I don't know. Like, people, you know, you hear, you've heard a lot about Nicolas Cage over the years. I don't know. But, he seemed pretty chill on Kelly today. Well, he seems like a real guy, which I love, but I love how they just playing into like the persona that they're just like action. And then he just, <gasps> jolts up that was that cracked me up same <laughs> so that was a really funny scene well when they go into um you want to call him pedro um what's the character's name i keep calling him pedro pascal because that's his real name nick Cage playing himself pedro pascal is playing an actual character javi javi that's get. right when they go into javi's room because at first he thinks it's going to go find some kidnapped child teenager or whatever and yeah going in the hobby's room that was hilarious where he's got all his nick cage memorabilia everywhere i just love it's like uh, this might change everything about our friendship hobby i need to see it okay <laughs> and it's yeah and then it's all i just love it i i mean because we saw part of that from the trailer like you saw him like looking at like the, the like the wax mold of him he's like what is this grotesque thing so grotesque. He's like, I paid six cents. I'll give you twenty for it. Yeah, that line still cracks me up, even though I've seen a ton in the trailer. I'll give you twenty for it. <laughs> Wait, and I just love he's just his response was like, "It is not for sale." Yeah, <laughs> like, not, uh, not giving this up. Well, so Man. what I like is, I based on the trailer, we do think, okay, this hobby guy actually is a bad, bad guy. Turns out. His cousin's the bad guy, and I like that twist. I'm so glad they went with that because I loved this bromance. I love this like love story between these guys. It was amazing. Uh, when it turns into like an action chase film, that stuff. Well, let's talk about like when they go out for ideas first. I just love like we need to go out and just get some ideas. Like just who who screws sitting in front of a screen trying to come up with something. Let's do it. I don't know something like let's do it the old fashioned way. Like let's. I'm talking. 
some LSD. Yeah, he's just like, I, we need full enlightenment. And then just take LSD and they drive around the countryside. That's when we get that like, okay, what if they're like paranoid? It's like, yeah, yeah, what if they're paranoid? Oh, oh at first, well, this is another part that made me crack up hard is when they show him driving. You sh- camera's on the cage for a little bit, right? You know, it's funny. Then we cut to um, Pedro and the look on his face in slow-mo yeah. <laughs> just had me rolling. I was laughing so good at that. I love that Porsche too. That's one of my favorite styles of Porsche. That that's a that's a late fifties Roadster Porsche. Such that's a, a James beautiful Dean car, Porsche, isn't it? What's that? That's a James Dean Porsche, isn't it? Um, I think so, or at least nah. I think his was a different, uh, a different style. It, it was slightly his was slightly ish different, I think, than it. It's the same Porsche that uh, Charlie drives in Top Gun, though. And same style that Dylan McKay drives a 9210. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful car. James bought a brand new Porsche 550 Spider, 1955. I don't think it was a Spider. I don't know. Well, then look up what Charlie drives to then. Oh, God. From what? Top Gun. Okay. But Bear with us, folks. <laughs> We're gonna figure this out. Maybe it's the same. I thought the spider was just a because this is more of a roadster. I think. I think the spider is slightly different in style, but still like same era Porsche. Let's see, Charlie driving a gorgeous black 1958 Porsche Speedster. Okay. Yeah. What? Still. Great car, great scene, especially when they're like, Nick, you got to drive. I can't drive on LSD. And I just love, he's just like, fine, I'll do it. Immediately smashes into something, hits a bunch of bikes, and then they get going. I guess it was a 1964 Porsche 356 that Dylan drove to. Still same era. His is more closer to Charlie's, though. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah, oh, you no, I saw the behind the scenes of Constance Seconds. I know you did your own stunt work. I was like, God damn. I just, there's so much like fun. Like they just pull movie reference after movie reference and it just, the, just feels the shoes, so much fun. The shoe swapping heavy, laughing hard too. Yeah. Because I, I just, because especially like you go, they're going up like, I have to kill you. You have to kill me. But neither of them now. And then they're just like both delaying. She's like, you want to swap shoes? Those look so good on you. I think those look great on you. <laughs> and they go and they're just like, I don't want to do this. And he's just like, well, you know what? I don't want to do this. He's like, you're going to shoot me. Why? Are those my you're golden dead? guns? They're like, they're my golden guns. Oh my God. Just, which that was still in the trailer, but I still loved, laughed, at, laughed so hard at the entire like back and forth of the standoff. I don't want to kill you. Well, I don't want to kill you. Ah, shit. My cousin, he must have known I wasn't going to kill you. <laughs> and then, yeah, I love how, like, the last third of it just turns into, like, a little bit of a fun action movie. But, like, in well, still I like how, very... I like how his uh, wife, or not wife, but ex and daughter get roped into it, too. Yeah, like, because they talk about, like, what about getting that? That's kind of generic, but you got to have a hook to get people engaged. <laughs> And then, oh, they get kidnapped. And then I love how he sneaks in. It was with prosthetics. Because mm-hmm. she's a makeup artist. And uh, look, the way that he looked with that was cracked me up. God, that was so good. 
but they just pull off a hilarious like rescue and uh, there's just so much in this movie i loved every this movie from start to finish everything in this movie yeah i i highly highly enjoyed it yeah i want to see it again uh, yeah it, it's worth seeing twice i saw it twice it's worth it I'm buying it day one when it comes out. Whenever, digitally or physically, I just want to have this movie so I can watch it forever. Do it. Do it. Well, shall we grade it out? Uh, I don't know. For me, it's like an A+. I had just, like I said, I I watched him like, I'm going to watch this movie all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Good. I don't know. Like I said, like, I think it's because, like, the comedy is actually well-written instead of just, like, Slocky, like it, it's like it it's very like it's meta which i love meta humor when it's done right and i think they do a great job here i just love like the narcissistic like hilarity from nicholas cage's well nicholas cage's character is nicholas cage and i just love like the bromance the like relationship the the story like i think this would have been more forgettable if they felt tried to make it more about a story but they really just the story was to kind of string along the movie but the bulk of the movie is just about him and and uh javi like becoming friends yes which i thought was a great thing for the film to revolve around mm-hmm. but yeah i enjoyed quite a bit again i i don't know I, I don't know why i'm not in love with it like you are i still like it so much like i'm somewhere like like kind of like 93 94 like somewhere between a minus and solid a still a very very good comedy it was not even near close to the disappointment that lost city was a few weeks ago yeah so disappointing like if lost city brought the same type of writing and energy as this movie brought like it would be so much higher on the list it'd yeah. also be a movie i'd rewatch all the time yeah and i just that's just not gonna be the case with lost city but man was this fun and it's definitely rewatchable for me too but yeah i guess i'll go with like solid a so we got a solid a and an a plus for the unbearable weight of massive talent. I'm just so glad this movie didn't disappoint. Same here. I was, yeah, I was scared. Uh, I will say one thing that was nice about going to a screening the other night is theater lights come down on time, you know, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden the Lionsgate logo appears and I'm thinking, okay, yeah, Lionsgate trailer dropping right now. Nope, we go straight into the movie. No commercial BS, no trailers just straight into the movie you're like i was there for an hour and 47 minutes flat yep and then i got the hell out it was awesome but yes but yeah so that is two recommendations for the unbearable way to massive talent check it out seriously do it it's worth it and if anything else this really makes me want to go back and watch nick cage films now like a lot of especially a lot of 90s nick cage i'm definitely gonna try and watch the rock and con air you should just watch from Raising Arizona forward. Yeah. I remember watching randomly, like also The Family Man. For some reason, I watched that a lot. Yeah, that was a family favorite really of ours. I, I, don't, guess. I don't know why. I've seen it's it, just, well, I've seen it was, a couple I, times. I was at mercy of whatever Kylie wanted to watch because she was the bigger, older sibling <laughs> that could beat me up. <laughs> she liked watching The Family Man. So I watched Family Man. That's a fun holiday film. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I haven't watched it in years, though. I might think differently now, but it's, yeah. It's, it's, all right. it's all right. It's all right. All right. But definitely Con Air and um, Raising Arizona, too, but The Rock. Yeah, or Face Off. I haven't seen that in years. Me neither. I would like to watch that again because that movie, I love that movie when I watch it because I just had a blast. All right. Well, where can they find us? 
online on Instagram, Twitter, movies underscore brews. Let us know what you think about Nicolas Cage. You think he was acting or do you think that's actually just all he does? Talk to himself <laughs> all day, every day. Is Nikki real? We're all dying you to know. Yeah, you decide. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, hey, thanks for downloading the show. If you like it, share it with others. And we will talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>